This has been a bit that's been going on for probably years. Every year, Turn Random Movies comes up, and the first thing Troy asks is, Hey, Short Circuit 2 on this motherfucker? <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's ne it never is. <laughs> so, with this being, June being Troy Producer Month, he decided to finally nip it in the bud and say, Fuck it. We're doing it. We're doing Short Circuit 2. And we watched it. And we even brought someone along who also watched it. We'll see if he regrets it or not. On a very Johnny Number 5 edition of The Review Review. Oh, robot. Los Locos Shit. kick your ass. Los Locos kick, kick your face. Los, Los Locos, Locos kick your balls into outer space. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. Today, we are also joined by, once again, in the hot seat, Hot Take Havens for 1995. <laughs> That's right. Those toys were incredibly cheap. We'll get to it. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> I almost forgot about that until you just said it. Uh, we're talking about Short Circuit 2. It's been in the works. You heard the intro. It's been it's a pipe dream of mine. To have yeah. Short Circuit 2 pipe dream go to the top of the charts. Is an understatement. <laughs> 32 <laughs> years in the making. 32, yeah. You were born thinking you wanted to d talk about Short Circuit 2 That's right. on a some kind of digital audio medium. That's right. I was ahead of the times, you know? <laughs> I, want, I want to invent podcasts so I can <laughs> tell the world about, about Short, Short Circuit, Circuit 2. two. The, the movie that'll be out in three years, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> I was born to do this. That's at the top of the hour. It's all led to this. Oh my God. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Before we get there, <laughs> we got some more to talk about. News of the week, starting with this. Yeah. Henry Cavill. Ever heard of him? The Witcher? Superman. Uh, mustachioed man from uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Cox's his fist in the, in the toilet. Oh, you got me there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Cox's his fist in the toilet. In the bathroom. I couldn't think of bathroom. Yeah. Toilet came first. <laughs> I, I know what you meant, <laughs> good, but I was just good. imagining Henry Cavill just constantly <laughs> fucking a toilet with his, <laughs> just plunging a toilet with his fist. My mind went down an alternate route when you're talking cocking your fist in the bathroom. Cole, go into elaborate detail, maybe in list form, what you think he meant by Henry Cavill cocking his fist in a toilet. Well, cut me off when you're ready. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> oh, masturbation. That's 1A. 1B? Yep. What's the next one? Jacking <laughs> off. What's, what's the next? Tug on my puta. She'll let you in. Tug on my puta. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> from the love guru there you go no which is one of my favorite movies oh, holy shit there, oh put my that God. in your news and smoke it <laughs> i want to watch the love guru oh don't, no. no don't yes. make this happen yes. no <laughs> Don't Put it on even... Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Hot Take Havens oh, no. wants the love guru. Oh. People are already clamoring. I can already hear... <laughs> hold Sam. on. Hold on. Oh, God. Into me, I see. <laughs> Intimacy. Into me, I see. No. Yes. No. Do not try to legitimize this movie. Yes. <laughs> no. I will... Sam is already on... He's, he's gotten... He's, he's got... got 400 bot accounts ready to He's go. Already, <laughs> he has already sensed this and is, and is already now trolling that we need to watch The Love Guru. And OJ, I'm already come to furious. our side. I'm already furious with anger. I will host my own episode of Review Review. <laughs> you will be the host? In order to put on The Love Guru. I would love this. All right, now it's turned it around for All me. right, so Cole's the host of the show. <laughs> yep. We're the guests. Yep. And we're talking about love. <laughs> Somehow that makes it okay for me. And I don't understand. I, might, I, I might bring you assholes. So Cole, <laughs> one oh, man no. show. He's doing his own thing. He's branched off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring a review of you, L.A. Alive. Oh, oh no. no! Eric forced to watch Love Guru. <laughs> I am somehow more okay with this now. <laughs> it means a night off for me and a, probably a great podcast listening to these guys bitch at each other. <laughs> yeah, they won't even say shit about the movie. <laughs> They'll just keep insulting each other until they fucking get pissed off that they, they walk out and they're like, "By the way, I love the Love Guru." <laughs> Bro hug. God. Make it happen. What even prompted this? <laughs> I don't remember. The Henry Cavill <laughs> cocking in the back. <laughs> Got it. Which Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill cocking a toilet. Oh no. Anyway, he'll say he'll play Superman forever. Okay. He's into it. He loves it. He'll just do it until he dies. He'll play an old Superman? Let's see. Let's make it happen. Play the Kingdom Come Superman with the gray streaks in oh his hair. Oh my god. He's going to make the kingdom come. You bet he is with those cocks. <laughs> might actually make a DC movie interesting. <laughs> oh! oh! Shots fired. Look out. Hold out for that Snyder Cut. DC fanboys, <laughs> Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, so I said a few weeks ago that SDCC, San Diego Comic Con, is canceled this year yeah. due to the COVID-19 pandemic. What? What? <laughs> oh, that's too much of a story. Just, just read whatever President Trump says. Okay, sounds good. Um, I heard. I heard that ramps are real slippery. So uh, <laughs> don't wear leather shoes don't on wear those. Leather shoes on those ramps. <laughs> He's such an informative president, guys. Um, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Anyway, we'll go along the sides. <laughs> I think we need to restart the show. No, we're too far in. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, SDCC is coming to now your homes via the internet. Right, you're gonna cosplay. 
That's right. I said I was going to cosplay for no one, just for me. Uh, Hulu is also partaking in this event. Are you fucking kidding? Do that. It is partially owned, and when I say partially, majorly owned by Disney. Uh, and so they'll be showing such things from SDCC as the uh, Hellstrom series, which is going to be new. I'm just shaking my what head. What is it going to be? It's going to be it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a character from Marvel that's like the son of the devil. Oh. It's probably going to have Lucifer vibes, if I'm going to be honest. That is scandalous. Um, it's going to show things for Solar Opposites. Oh! The uh, animated show from the creators of Rick and Morty. And then also something called Crossing Swords. Oh! <laughs> oh, is that the show on Hulu that's by, like, the fucking uh, robot chicken dudes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to be showing some stuff on that, as well as other things. There you Ooh, go. I don't know when that's I, happening. Can't remember. Can't wait to cosplay in your living room during it. You better watch out. Just be Wolverine. You're going to be living Wolverine? Room. I don't know. Can I be the tick? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'll okay. be Ar- if you're tick, I'll be Arthur. Oh, all right. You need to be, like, Chairface Chippendale. I'll be Dinosaur Neil. Oh! <laughs> What's going to be Dinosaur Neil, then? He'll oh. have to be, like... Deflator Mouse or something like that. Batman well. <laughs> Batman well. <yep. laughs> it only makes sense. Why not Earthworm Jim? I don't know. Can I go down the game route? <laughs> I guess. It'd be weird if all of I mean, us were tick characters culture. and he was Earthworm Jim. But It's geek culture. Might as well. Why not? I feel like he's got the neck for Earthworm Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that you're way in agreement on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of the biggest news, I think, of this last week. Michael Keaton, I guess, is rumored oh, Keats! to reprise his Batman role in the upcoming, maybe, Flash movie, which will <laughs> never happen. So we'll never see this, because the Flash movie will never be made. <laughs> which will star Ezra Dude, Dude Miller. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and maybe Michael Keaton is Batman. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That makes me think that it'd be, if they're going to ever make this movie, which they won't, just going to put that out there. Dude. It's going to be jumping, <laughs> jumping through different parallel dimensions, show different versions of other heroes. We could jump to that 89 universe. <gasps> My God. My God. See a 40-year-old Max. Robin. <laughs> Hello, Knox. At the top of my list. Knox. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quote that whole movie now. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we bring it up, it always happens. (laughs) What do you want? My face on the $1 bill. (laughs) Uh, I got really no more news besides the fact that I tried to make sourdough bread again today. Epic disaster. Epic disaster. It's because he didn't do a Facebook story. It's probably because... You know what freaks me out the most about that Facebook story I did? That was the first time I ever made sourdough bread, and it turned out amazing. And you know what? Tried it uh, two more times since. One was a success. No, three more times since. One was a success. The last two, failures. Absolute failures. They're not even Frisbee-worthy. Christ. It sucks. You crack that bitch open... Just rubbery in there. Fucking thing sucks. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> Butter doesn't help? Butter won't help this disaster. 
Have you looked at that shit in there? It's pathetic. It took me 12 fucking hours to prep this. That's what's the biggest kick in the tits. It takes so fucking long. It took me all day yesterday to get this shit done. You just bake it today and it looks like piss. So you're saying that this sourdough kicked your ass. It kicked my face. And this sourdough kicked your face. Yeah. And the sourdough kicked my balls. Into outer space. Into outer space. <laughs> Piece of shit, bread. I don't think he's done yet. Oh, fuck. I got nothing else to say about it besides I'm just upset. Twice in a row? What the fuck? You know? How's HBO Max treating you? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Still bad. Didn't even check this week, because fuck them. I'm going to check right now. <laughs> right now. Look at that. Nothing. It's lo it loads. It looks fuck great. Em. Oh, streaming exclusive? I'll watch some South Park. What? They have South Park on HBO Max? I guess. What the Oh, what is this? Start trial. No, I don't have it. Anyway, uh, it also makes me mad. I can't find Fresca anywhere either. Oh no! I'm upset about it. It's the is only it a, soda we drink. A, is there a national shortage on Fresca? I think there is. Oh. Is it a COVID thing? Probably. There's the the two biggest shortages in the country are corn and Fresca. I can see it. I can see it. Wait till they put that eight piece chicken on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You want to hear a fucking... <laughs> Don't even. Whew, my side hurts. That's <laughs> the anguish I feel towards bread and eight-piece chickens. I love him! <laughs> it was great. I said no testing! <laughs> Stop, slow down the testing. Whoo! Well, guys, I got some uh, news. <laughs> Great. Let's let's That's hear not, it. Not necessarily good. Not necessarily bad. Uh, there is a, another reboot in the works. Everybody, everyone loves these reboots. Short circuit. It's not a short circuit <laughs> reboot. Oh. All right. That's too uh, bad. They're going <laughs> to reboot the well-known movie Twister. <laughs> okay. Cool. I can only imagine it'll somehow be worse. Yeah. Will Bill Paxton be in it? N well, he's dead. <laughs> so that's a no. No, Cole, he's dead. <laughs> no, Cole, he's dead. <laughs> well, well then. <laughs> so me and Molly watched Twister the other day, and uh, to keep me... Uh, sane during my shift at work today when I worked with uh, Reed Skeets <laughs> I uh, kept sharing her ideas of what I thought should be a, a Twister sequel uh -huh. where uh, an older Helen Hunt has a daughter that she had with Bill Paxton uh -huh. and they are growing up in a post-apocalyptic world where Twisters have taken the human race oh. as slaves <laughs> uh -huh. and uh, they must uh, they must sentient uh, wind yeah, and they okay. must they must create a Dorothy six, but instead of of putting out uh, sensors, it puts out a virus that oh, kills God. all tornadoes. 
I'm into this. So that the human <clears throat> race can can thrive once again. I'm cool with this. I'd go see it. Yeah. Totally. You got a winner. You got a winner. So I'll wait only if Shania Twain's on the soundtrack. She is on the tr- soundtrack. Okay, I'm in. We're and in. We've also decided that uh, we were going to also do a storyline where the fiance of Bill Paxton that leaves in the middle of the movie, uh, after she leaves, she falls in love with the Twister <laughs> and then gives birth to a half-human, half-Twister baby. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh my! Who falls in love with Helen Hunt's daughter? Oh my! It's like a Romeo and Juliet story. Yeah. Yep. Montagues and Capulets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Montagues. <laughs> Montagues, where are my Capulets? Where are the Capulets? <laughs> That's an inside joke, for everybody. That every time there's a Montague Road exit. <laughs> <laughs> when we would drive towards Chicago and we'd yell it every f- fucking time. <laughs> For, no For no reason. For no reason. Montagues, where are the Capulets? <laughs> How long of an amount of time during your work day did you come up with this? The entire shit. <laughs> Whenever there good. was a downtime, we were trying to figure out another part of the sequel. That's good. That's good. Um, I have semi-recently rewatched Twister. It's not as bad as I, I let on. Yeah. It still can't be bad. Oh, dude, it's, but, it's awful and I love it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. It's yeah. It makes no sense near the end. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. I still like it. That was it, a huge movie, though, right? That oh, was yeah. a huge movie. It was a blockbuster. Yeah. It was a real barn burner. Oh, another big <laughs> aspect of the sequel... So, Carrie Elwes does not die in the first one. In fact, the Twister takes him as a slave to figure out how the human race works, and that's how Twisters take over the human race. Very good. So, Carrie Elwes is still alive, and then we also decided that he also has to be missing a foot like in Saw. Ah, that makes sense. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, they would have done experiments on it, just to see. Exactly, exactly. How do you bipedal people even work? Yeah, because you don't technically see Carrie Elwes die in Twister. It's true. It's true. What about so, that cow that gets sucked up? Any, oh, any there was another. There was a definitely a, a scene that we brought up that was going to be in the sequel where Helen Hunt and her daughter get close, so they start hurling cows at them. Very good. As an homage to the first one. You know what can defeat an F five though? Leather strap. It's true. <laughs> Leather strap on a pipe. Then, Can't be yep. beaten. Never shredded to death or yeah. nothing. It can literally <laughs> throw a house, but if you hold on to a leather strap. <laughs> You're good. You're good as gold, it's baby. quality American craftsmanship on You're that good leather as gold, strap. Baby. Yeah. It can throw around a cow, but its skin? Impenetrable. <laughs> <laughs> Impervious to storm. Yeah. You know what else could beat an F5? <laughs> a Superman punch. <laughs> I saw you smiling over there, JT. Moving on. <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> Moving on. Superman punch. Jack off a toilet. <laughs> Guru Tagamapuda. <laughs> oh, Guys, boy. some bad news for all you freeloaders for Disney Plus. Uh oh. There's no longer offers of free trials. Get the hell out of here. For Disney Plus. That means you gotta just you gotta pay it outright, motherfucker. That, that four ninety nine a month or whatever it is. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> cough it up. 
cough it up, fuzzball. <laughs> Let's laugh it up. Empire, look it up. Check it out sometime. Check it out sometime. Have you? Do you guys do the big Disney bundle with like ESPN and Hulu in it? Either no. Just wondering. No. I don't sure. care about ESPN. I don't yeah. either, but like... I kind of want to just for those 30 for 30, some of those seem pretty good. Yeah. And like the OJ Simpson one's really good. Oh, you got me thinking now. I kind of want ESPN for 30 for 30. <laughs> and it's really only double the price and you get like all that with Hulu. Yeah. Which I've been actually watching quite a bit on Hulu recently and I think that's pretty worth it. Yeah. Hulu's great. And I think, isn't like that, like, uh, that Michael Jordan one on... ESPN two, possibly, yeah. Like what is it, like the dream? Like fucking what is it? Living the dream or <laughs> the whatever the series fuck it's they just did. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, I kind of want to get this. Maybe next week. <laughs> I'm glad I Maybe you next into week it. I'll talk to you guys about what it's like. <laughs> Watch so, ESPN Plus. For whatever reason, we have our Hulu bundled with Spotify. I don't even know why that is a deal that we have, but we have it. I wouldn't even ever pay for Spotify, but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we that's what we do now. And I think it's more than the whole Disney Plus bundle. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I doing wrong? That's me like you're getting cocked in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting toilet cocked. <laughs> you're getting cabled. Damn it. <clears throat> but that's all my news, but I do have a one bit. I also have one bit. Okay, well, then we will combine, with our powers combined, <laughs> this is Neil's Bits. <clears throat> People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Hurry, Troy, before the this long-ass theme music stops. <clears throat> What did you break? Just cold things. Oh, that's fine. Well, that was the theme song for Neil's Bits. <laughs> Even the part where I yell, what you break? It's always been a part of it. Yep. You just weren't listening close enough. It's true. Kind of like a kick of my neck. Kind of like a kick of my neck. Oh, let me do it again. Kind of kick of my neck. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Neil got a kink in his neck? Cause I got his kink. <laughs> I can't seem to just get out of okay. my neck. There's a kink in my neck. He's got a, got a kink in my neck right now. Guys, yeah, my neck. The kinkiest thing you've ever seen. I'm so kinky. <laughs> there you go, that's Neil's bits theme. <laughs> you never listened hard enough. There's a lot of references subliminal to messages Subliminal messages in there. <laughs> Subliminal <laughs> messages of having kinks in your neck throughout the entire song. It's so weird. You're all rubbing your neck right now. I know it. You don't know why, but you are. Yeah. Go see your local chiropractor or yeah. massage therapist. We're, spo yeah. we're sponsored by by chiropractors and massage therapists, so this is our way of getting that money, baby. <laughs> you ever seen that old guy on YouTube doing ring dingers? He's giving us money. Yep. That's not true. Anyways, a very sad <laughs> passing last <laughs> week. Joel Schumacher. What? Director. Is it? Do you have a different one? Joel Schumacher died. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a different bit? Yes. Oh, 
I thought this was the one that you wanted to talk about. I didn't even know Joel Schumacher died. Joel Schumacher passed away at 80 years old, away in his home. My God. Director of the infamous Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, as well as other things that aren't bad at all. Uh... <laughs> But I can never remember those. I only remember Batman, the Batman ones. Uh, yeah, he passed away at his home this last week. 80 years old. My guess. I don't know what from. He was just surrounded by family. Joel so Schumacher, was, check him out. You could see it coming. I guess. Didn't see. Wasn't a free, he wasn't surrounded by his family while a truck hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Good pu- way to put that. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, that's a, <laughs> that would be a bad day. That's a bad. That's a really bad day. Whole family's there. Truck just comes by. It's him. Only. <laughs> we didn't want to just show off that perfect cartwheel of his in the middle of the street. <laughs> God damn it, Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Always the show off. <laughs> well, who did you have? Oh, uh, well, the person that I know that passed away this past week is uh, Ian Holm. Passed away at 88, if you don't know who he is. Uh, lesser known to you, Troy, he played Bilbo Baggins in the mm. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, I did see that. I forgot about it. More known to us, he played the android in Alien. Oh, yes. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Man. Two big ones. Two big ones. Two biggins. It's too bad. <clears throat> too bad. Well, we raise a drink to everybody that yeah. has passed. Joel Schumacher, <laughs> real bad that you <laughs> got hit that... by a truck in front of your family. <laughs> Cartwheels were the death of them. Cartwheels. It's just his showmanship. Yeah. <laughs> Went out the way he came in. <laughs> Flashy. Flashy. Anyway. <laughs> probably should stop talking about it. <laughs> so, we're thinking about your family this time, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. Uh, do you have any uh, trailers this week? I did not really look up many trailers. I didn't either. I've almost stopped looking for them completely because nothing is coming yeah, out. Yeah, nothing is even worth looking up. There's that Steve Carell movie that's coming out soon. What's that called? Like, Irresistible or something like that? I heard it's fucking terrible, too. Well, that's because it's coming to theaters. They're putting out all their garbage right now into theaters that they know is just gonna bomb. Ah. Um... But anyway, the trailers that are putting out now make it look funnier than the first thing I saw of it, which didn't look like a comedy at all. Oh. Uh, so I'm apt to believe more of the first thing that came out, of the real tone of the movie. They're making this thing like look like a slapstick laugh a minute, <laughs> and I don't think it is. Anything Steve Carell is in now isn't that. No. It's not 40-year-old virgin anymore. It's like whatever Steve Carell <laughs> finds is like an arty project to do. Uh, yeah, which is sometimes of, funny, but mostly sad. Outside of Space Force. Yeah, yeah, which I haven't gone back to yet. I haven't lost complete interest yet. Yeah, I did. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I think I'm going to finish off the first season. Okay. Eventually. I, if I just didn't put off putting like watching like two movies in a day... <laughs> And filling the rest of my week with Disney movies that I've seen a hundred times. 
I don't have time to watch this. But I've been going to bed real early, guys. Tell you what, loving it. I've been going to bed like at eight thirty if I can. Oh my god! Oh my! It'll change your life. Oh. I mean, that's I, I, mostly because I get a visitor in our bed at about midnight to one a.m. every night, and that just your child. Fun. Yes, good. Not an apparition. <laughs> I just want to make it clear <laughs> that you're not <laughs> welcoming strangers into your bed no. in the middle of the night no i do i do not do that it's my child she has found her way uh into the bed almost every single night which makes the rest of my night very sleepless get those early bedtimes while you can <clears throat> that's there right get go. those early winks in yep get it in while you can before she disrupts everything that's right until i'm sequestered to the very last inch of the bed <laughs> and sleep like total ass yep there you go I'm usually uh, asleep pretty late, um, and then I'm awoken uh, pretty early by my son whipping his diaper off and throwing a pair of underwear in my face, and then jumping up on the bed and standing above me completely butt naked until I put his underwear on. Oh, and fill up his drink. Does he, like, squat over your face or something? Or No. He might as well, though. <laughs> he might as well. He's like a drunk college friend at the age of four. Yes, oh. There you go. Yes. That's too bad. We're going to party, Dad! <laughs> Woo! Top me off, bro! That's him. That's him. <laughs> oh, mercy. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. Yeah, you can. I feel like my... Yeah, I probably could. <laughs> my son is getting rowdy, and he's only uh, 10 months old. About to move some things? He's about to move some things. He's getting bouty? <laughs> he's getting bouty, bouty, and rowdy, rowdy? <laughs> Uh, so I can't wait for him to just be a little boy that pees on everything. Can't wait. That's how you establish dominance. <laughs> Today, right before we started recording, I was being a monster on the floor, and he was loving it a lot. But he would just charge at me with his head and just headbutt me in the face. Oh, good. So I can't wait till he becomes fully cognizant of what he's doing and just well. full-on grabs my face and headbutts me or something like that. <laughs> Bust me open hard way, you know. Do it that way. Yeah. Keep watching those Superman Give him punches. Hard way. <laughs> the big dog. <laughs> A very good Michael Cole impression. I love him. <laughs> Abs are getting a good laugh workout. <laughs> oh, that's good. This is a show of callbacks. <laughs> a big show of callbacks. The well, big show show. A big, a big, the big show show on Netflix. The big show show. Have there you guys you watched that? I know of it. I do not want anything to do with it. Have you watched it? I have watched a couple episodes of it. Is it as bad as it looks? No, it's okay. tolerable. All right. If you go into it. <laughs> Thinking it's a rated G show with like a studio audience laughter in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's tolerable. Okay. I Got did a... not say terrible, I said tolerable. Does it have a studio audience or does it have a laugh track? I think. It's not it's that got it really a laugh matters. Track. I think it's got a laugh track. Is it like, it's not like Coach where it's filmed in front of a live studio audience? I don't think it's filmed in front <laughs> of a live studio audience. Ah, jeez, Dauber. <laughs> oh, yeah, Coach. Uh, uh, uh. 
It is not like every single early 90s TGIF show. <laughs> oh, it's so odd now to see like a show that has a laugh track in it. I think I was just talking about this last week. Because I was watching the IT crowd or whatever. Yeah. It's got a laugh track in it. And it feels so weird now. Just so weird. Random point here. So... The other day I was home with the kids and I was losing my mind slowly, so I decided to pay for the free trial of Boomerang, uh-huh. the Boomerang app. So we watched some early Scooby-Doo episodes from yeah. 1969. Oh, yeah. That's weird with a laugh track. Oh, yeah. Did not realize Yeah, like Flintstones and Jetsons were like, they were like on prime time, so they had like laugh tracks. Like they treated them like actual sitcoms. Very weird looking at it now. I totally forgot about that. But those early Scooby-Doo's are amazing. <laughs> are they? <laughs> oh, my daughter I mean, watched two episodes and it was already on to it that the first person you see other than the gang is the bad guy. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Seven years old, two episodes in, and she realized that. Yeah. Is it, does it have the ones where it's like the special guests, like the Harlem Globetrotters? They and... don't have those on oh, there, my and God. I'm kind of pissed. Hmm. Might not renew the Boomerang app. Because <laughs> I know, I think they have like all that shit on HBO Max too. Because I know they have like the Flintstones and the Jetsons and shit on there. I might have to join in on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, get it if you can. And for what they can show, they have like a bunch of uh, Looney Tune, old Looney Tunes on there too. Ooh. I wanted to go on there and watch those old Looney Tunes, only to be forbidden to have it. <laughs> Fuck you, HBO Max. God damn them. All I want to watch is the one Looney Tunes where it's in the barbershop and it's all like a big opera. We just watched that one. That one is great. Yeah. I want to watch that one. I can't find it on YouTube. That one's good. And, and then... The one that I liked that me and Molly watched not that long ago was where uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are fighting about whether it's rabbit season or duck season, uh-huh. and Elmer Fudd just keeps shooting Daffy Duck. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's good. I also love the one where Daffy Duck is Robin Hood. That one's good, too. Okay. You gotta look out for that one. I'll look up for that one. It's Things run- to watch. He's got a running gag where he just tries to swing from tree to tree and he keeps running into him. God damn. What a joke. God damn. God damn. Do you love it? <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> HBO Max, open yourself to me. <laughs> Let me in. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jason's in the term random movies. <laughs> After uh, Troy creepily asked HBO Max to open... <laughs> And uh, it was pretty much a barn burner this past week. Mm. By barn burner, I mean a fucking just domination. (laughs) Just a shutout. Yeah. Uh, It should be of no surprise. Dora and the Lost City of Gold did not win. (laughs) Good. Thank God. It was Mrs. Doubtfire all the way. By a long shot. Uh, By a long shot. They got 88% of the vote. (laughs) So it moves on. God. Along with Hook and the Princess Bride. And, uh, ooh, I just got a confirmation for what our show will be next week. Oh. So we'll uh, let you know at the end of the show. Very good. What our show is going to be next week. But now! <laughs> is it going to be the Love Guru? It's not going to be the Love Guru. We can but we rule can always... that one out. But our people talk to your people. Uh... <laughs> Our next matchup features a 
superhero film mm-hmm. from 1978 mm-hmm. and a, a, uh, God, what's it called? Why is a movie. the name? It, it's a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, found footage. Down. It's a found footage film. Okay. From 2009. Okay. Superman is the first one. Superman is the first one. The old Dick Donner Superman movie. Chris Reeve. It's 2009 found footage. It's pretty famous. <sighs> paranormal activity. It is paranormal activity. Ah. Okay. I feel so like that's the best go. one I've ever done. That is. You pretty much knocked them right out of the park. Back to back, baby. So there you go. Superman versus Paranormal Activity. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure I know where your your loyalties are lying, Troy. Uh, okay. I'm not a huge fan of that Superman movie. Really? I, I get why it's popular, and I appreciate it, but it's not one of my favorites. Oh, my God. I know. But are you a bigger fan of Paranormal Activity? Uh, no. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's the that was the question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What do you, uh, heart, hot take? Well, if I really had, it's Superman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Superman. I, yeah. Well, I think I've seen the first Paranormal Activity and it was, it was, it was okay. It was good. It's just okay. not. It's not my thing. Right. Here's my thing. I I scare easily. I well, <laughs> I don't necessarily scare easily. It's just horror is not one of my favorite genres to watch. No. And when this took off, this Paranormal Activity series, it started out. It was a fresh idea. If, yeah. Uh, found footage, uh, spookiness. You know, with uh, apparitions and what have you. Ghouls. <laughs> the second time I've said that in this show. Uh. <laughs> And then as it went on, it just got, I think, more up its own ass. And, like, I think it was one of those where they put out a sequel every year. Yeah. One of those deals. Didn't it, like, spin off into other things, too? Or is that something else? I think that was Annabelle. Uh, no, yeah, that though, that was, um, oh, fuck, what was Insidious? that? Insidious? Is that what that Not was? Insidious. It's the one with the fucking, um, Ghost Hunters. The Conjuring. The Conjuring is what I'm thinking yeah. of. Still about ghosts and spookiness. Still about ghosts and spookiness. <laughs> I was a little off. So anyway, Soups is probably going to take this one for me. All right. Just throwing so it out there. So there you go. Superman, 1978, Richard Donner versus Paranormal Activity. We'll find out who moves on next week. Are you willing to tip your hand on what you would vote for? Uh, I Never. think there's probably more to talk about with Superman. Okay. I think there's a lot of the same shit happening every fucking time in Paranormal Activity. (laughs) (laughs) That would not make for a good show. Sounds good. (laughs) like where your head's at. You went out in a different direction. Yeah. You're always thinking. I'm always thinking. I'm always on on top of things. I'm on top of things. Great. So there you go. Superman. Soups. Paranormal Activity. Find out who moves on next week in the Terminal Random Movies 10. Count them 10, baby. Ooh, 10. God. Tournament X. These goddamn pigeon porters are strong. <laughs> I love Roman numerals. Same. Wow. Man, you said X and it was so powerful. <laughs> X. Ooh. X gonna give it to you. 
<laughs> what? Uh, that will put us right at the top of the hour. We're at the main event, folks. We're talking short circuit to long time coming. Who's Johnny? <laughs> July 6th, 1988. Short circuit came to theaters in the U.S. shores uh, at a budget of $15 million. That's almost, wow. almost three and a half times the budget of the first one. They gave him license to print money for the second one. Because they were in the city, one. baby. Uh, Hot times in the city. <laughs> domestically, this made $21.6 million. Worldwide was not released. I'll tell you that right now. Maybe the... It's because they wouldn't get it. It's probably because of the brown face. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ron Tomato says it's at 38%. <laughs> IMDb 5.8 out of 10. Metacritic not rated on Metacritic. They were just like, fuck it. <laughs> uh, but Mikey Moe hey gives this three stars. Out of? Inconclusive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not sure. Uh, this uh, follows up, obviously, Short Circuit 1 in the classic Short Circuit franchise. Very but true. what happens in Short Circuit 2? Either one of you two guys. I'll take. Oh, me? Tell All us. right. Well, we are met on the streets of what we assume to be New York City <laughs> with well, I, uh, the say? Big Apple. They don't say, I think. They I just say the big city. Yeah. I don't remember if they do now. Anyway, it's probably New York. Do. Yeah. Whether, whether it's New York or not, I mean, come on. We have to admit, the city is a character in and of itself. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. You're right. At least for one scene it is. And it's just one where he's going around the city. Okay. Seeing colorful characters. It's so great. <laughs> so we uh, are joined uh, by our two main characters. Um, I don't know their names, but I know that one is in brown face. <laughs> Let's look these up. I'll pull it up. Um, and and Michael McKean's character's name is like Fred or something. That sounds right. Fred and is it Ben? I think it's Ben. Fred and Ben, you're right. Fred, Fred and ben. ben. So Fred is trying to sell watches, and mm -hmm. Ben is trying to sell these little robots. Yeah. And uh, nobody wants them, and even though he's selling them for 1995. <laughs> 1995. So until um, this poor lady is trying to make a sale to her boss, who is a she's a buyer for a toy yeah. company, she runs out on the streets because this little tiny toy made its way into her office, and. Um, it's the Rube Goldberg of that toy. She uh, goes out there and buys a thousand of these little toys from Ben. And uh, then... she's an idiot. <laughs> the, the fun begins as we watch our main characters join forces to try to create a thousand of these by a deadline. Very good. Ignoring the entire fact that there's a giant robot involved <laughs> in this. He's leaving some to the imagination. Okay. Come on, I didn't get to the box yet, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like, there's more to this movie? But, oh, yeah, I that's thought that it. was it. That's, that's, that's pretty much a plot well, of the movie. It, it's, we two men, through. it's two men struggling to make a bunch of toys, <laughs> ignoring the fact that there's a giant robot that's the main part of the entire movie. <laughs> Is that that Johnny guy? <laughs> it's Johnny number five. <laughs> God. I feel 
I feel like a piece of shit even making an impression of <laughs> the dude's fucking accent. So, Fisher Stevens is the actor who plays Ben. Yeah. In this. Actually, both movies. Uh, did some back uh, matter on him a little bit. So, he was initially cast in Short Circuit 1 as almost himself as a scientist. Like, yeah. white scientist guy. Yeah. He was like 20 years old, just getting his feet wet into acting. And then one of the guys from Perfect Strangers got real hot. The guy with the accent. I can't remember oh, his yeah. name. The guy that plays Balky. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was also like in Beverly Hills Cop or something like that, too. Oh, yeah. And so they wanted to get him in. And so they pushed Fisher Stevens out oh. and brought in Balky, yeah. right? <laughs> And then something happened with him where he could not film the movie or whatever. So they brought Fisher Stevens back, but loved the accent. Oh, And my asked him if he could put on God. an Indian accent. And because he was hungry for to be an actor, he's like, I guess I can. He was not really for this, but didn't want to lose out to have this pretty big part. Which I understand... Yeah. Is still troublesome. And then even in an interview that I saw, he's like, it was troublesome. But I tried to go as method as I could with it and lived with an Indian family to learn it the best I can to make this the least offensive interpretation, which still in the end does not work. And st yeah, still found a way <laughs> to make immigrants look stupid. <laughs> Kudos to him. Because yeah. this is even like a, uh, a plot point in one of the Master of None episodes on for Netflix, Aziz Ansari's show. Yeah. Where Short Circuit was an entire like plot element of one episode where he thought as a kid this was an Indian actor and was blown away when he was an adult found out it was Fisher Stevens. <laughs> Because he went to go look him up later in life and it's like, what happened to that Indian actor in Short Circuit? Oh, it turns out it's this white man that did it. And that just painted his face all brown. Um, and then uh, it was like, it's actually a pretty good episode. It's like one of my favorite ones where they talk about casting like ethnicities and movies and stuff like that. Anyway, that's a side story for another time. Yeah. Um, anyway, in Short Circuit 2, he was only supposed to have a walk-on cameo role. What? And then it got rewritten to him being in the entire fucking movie. Oh <laughs> what God. the fuck? Still not comfortable enough to do it, but he still tried to immerse himself in the culture to, like, live it. So what? So the whole movie was supposed to be Michael McKean and the fucking... I guess. I don't know, because Steve Gutenberg didn't want to come back. Oh, okay. Because they didn't have a script. And so he <laughs> said no. <laughs> Which, we should have done Short Circuit. The goot is in that. Oh, man. But I wondered why we weren't. Because I thought it'd be funnier to do a sequel that we've never done the first one of. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have not seen the first Short Circuit. Which makes it still funny to me that he hasn't. Yeah. These are a bit of a nostalgia movie for me. A bit. We I got them when we were kids. They're never really my favorite thing, but there was a short period of time where we watched these often. And so I kind of like Short Circuit regardless of its racism. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm in the same boat as Aziz Ansari. I had no idea this was Fisher Stevens until I didn't eat, when way I was, later. Yeah, when oh, I was yeah. a kid, I didn't know that it was not an Indian actor. Yeah. 
And that blows me away now that they would even hire an Indian actor in the 80s to even do this. You know what I mean? Because, like, they, yeah, of they course it's a yeah. white guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, even, like, the way he treats... Oh, God. I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking... Like, they make it where it's, like... Uh, if, if it's, like, he's supposed to be an immigrant, but then it's, like, he's just, like, blown away by, like, things where it's, like, dude... Because you don't know English, it doesn't mean that you don't know how to fucking use this. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to flirt with women because I'm an immigrant. No, you're just that's Be- another troublesome thing I find in this movie is yeah. how quickly she falls for him when she had no interest whatsoever five minutes prior. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, she saw him as a business associate, and then she was like, "Well, I guess I'll fuck you now." <laughs> yeah. Which is, I assume I, she did. Did it go that far? He was smoking a cigarette when he came back. Oh, you're right. That's what I took away from that little exchange. That's right, and he Why? had that just been fucked look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the only reason. Other than that, it could have just been a nice night out of drinking and dancing. Uh, but I think they fucked. They anyway, fucked. we're yeah. getting way ahead of ourselves yeah. here. <laughs> we're talking about Fisher Stevens. Anyway, Fisher Stevens, I don't know if I hold this against you or not because it was the 80s and you were young and hungry. And I've seen an interview recently where they asked him about them. And he's like, I would never have done that now. No way in hell would I have ever done that. Yeah. But it was a different time, and I was I was hungry for a job, and I did it. And uh, Soul Man still exists. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I feel, is almost worse. It's still the same. Yeah. Cool. I mean, no one's canceling Neil Diamond. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah. He was, he, was he was in Blackface and Soul Man. Was he? Yeah, they remade Soul Man with Neil Diamond, and he got in blackface for it. Oh, no. (laughs) I didn't know that was Neil Diamond. I think it was. I don't think so. I thought it was another actor that I'm seeing in my head, but I don't know his name. Uh, His (laughs) name? His name. Anyway, this movie... (laughs) Tell us, Troy. Let me tell you about this movie. (laughs) It's a while, I thought, before Johnny Five even shows up. There's a lot. It's a little, yeah, it takes a bit. It's like maybe 20 minutes before he shows up. Which yeah. is why it wasn't in my synopsis of the movie. <laughs> I actually literally thought, when does Johnny Five show up in this? I mean, you know he shows up because the fucking small robots are modeled directly after him. Yeah. And for him to be selling those for 1995. Yeah. That's too cheap. Parts alone have to cost more than that. That weird Rube Goldberg of the fucking woman coming across the small Johnny Five action figure thing, that goes on for probably a good five minutes by itself. Yeah. Which is a long time. Which is a long time. (laughs) Also, those things aren't remote controlled. Yeah. They seem to be voice controlled. There are times where they are borderline sentient themselves. And he's selling them for under $20. <laughs> this should have been over like $5,000 in 1988, but for a little one. At one yeah. point, he yells at them to come back. And I'm like, that's gotta be like AI in yeah. there. So they're sentient too. So those small ones are $20. The big one is eleven million. <laughs> <laughs> what? Granted, how how do you decipher the 
It must be just the battery, you know? <laughs> Batteries will get you every time. Yeah, he's got that life battery. <laughs> yeah, that tells you the amount of time you have before you die. Uh, anyway, what do you guys think of Johnny Five in this once he finally arrived? I thought that he was Cole. What do you think? Um, uh, I... <laughs> I struggled through this movie. <laughs> I had in my mind this paradise of Short Circuit 2. Paradise! This is a great movie. This is going to be the best thing. My kids are going to love watching this. They gave up five minutes in. Um, I wanted to give up every five minutes. <laughs> um, I, I was not a fan. I was not a fan at all. Was... Did, did anybody else get like a like a, a bumblebee from Transformers vibe at a couple points um, from Johnny Five? Because I felt like at some points his voice changed. Oh yeah, like, well yeah, they they do like a thing where like he, he mimics what he hears and what he yeah uh, reads like the the I'm frantic I'm m- m- manic guy. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> the fucking Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah plugging in this yep radio shack's never been bigger radio shack has never been bigger than this movie <laughs> i i ah, johnny five oh um my God. i um have a little bit of a different of opinion in this because at one point i totally forgot what short circuit 2 was about all i knew <laughs> that it was in the city i couldn't remember why they were there couldn't remember this at all it's like if, if E.T. tried to borrow the same premise of Gremlins. A little? <laughs> of <yeah>. Gremlins 2. <laughs> because they just go to the because city? Because they just go to the city. <laughs> it's like, Is that the sequel for every single It's like movie? if E.T. 2 was like, what if E.T. ended up in the city? Well, Babe Pig in the City. Babe Pig in the City? <laughs> that's what, that's what yeah, they do. Usually the sequel, the, the sequel is usually either in the city or a road trip. That's what this was. In the city. In the city. In the city. Johnny Five. Cocking um, in the bathroom in the city. Johnny number five. <laughs> so, I, I vaguely remembered him wanting to get citizenship. And that wasn't really a thing in this. They just grant him that near the end. I mean, spoilers for this yeah. movie. It's from 1988. This movie is 30 years old plus. It, yeah. Um, Plus the fact that they had to paint him gold to be a citizen. I mean, it's that's not C three PO over here. No, nope. that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Borrowing that C three PO ness. Um, I also love the fact that they have all of these people at the end getting their citizenship. All these people of color, or whatever, and then they also have Johnny Five, who was just like got the shit beat out of him, and then oh, I guess you can be a citizen too. Like also, all of those people that are getting their citizenship speak perfect English, except. For Ben. <laughs> they are speaking fluent, like, American accent English, re- uh-huh. like, saying those fucking vows that they're taking, uh-huh. except for Ben yeah. and Johnny Five. I will hold the Constitution. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh. <laughs> Everyone is speaking like they're from fucking Chicago, except for Ben. <laughs> And this is supposed to be to gain citizenship into America. That's because yeah. he was stuck in a Chinese meat locker for days on end. Oh, that's what made him have broken English? <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Froze his tongue. 
Can't speak. God damn it. Uh, Anyway, uh, once... (laughs) There's also a diamond heist in this movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, the the first thing that made me bust out laughing, when they first reveal the diamonds, they open that fucking armored truck, and the first thing you see is a guy bust out... Pointing a shotgun at the crowd and they're cheering. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal coming through. Don't you worry about but it. But he's pointing the shotgun at the oh, people. Oh, I noticed. I noticed. He's like it. pointing like he's like SWAT team gonna <laughs> kill everyone, and they're like, "Yay!" <laughs> like they're not reacting how you should react when someone points a fucking <laughs> shotgun at you. That's right. Well, there hasn't been like a hundred school shootings yet. A day. <laughs> oh, that was dark. Jesus. <laughs> Took me right out of this. <laughs> God. Uh, sorry. Got too real for you. Um, but yeah, I did... I never remembered the fucking diamond heist in this. And also, it just seems like the guy putting it on went bad very quickly. Does he even work for the bank? Did I miss something? He's. I think he's at the beginning, because he's the one that kind of like ushers him in, I think. I was like, hey, remember. come on into my vault with your big diamonds and shit. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad that you weren't the only one that thought that. Because uh-huh. when he brings Johnny Five down to dig that tunnel, uh-huh. I was completely lost. <laughs> and I wondered if I... I yeah. missed where this guy in the suit came in. He did he come came, in earlier. Yeah, he came in... Like, there was a part where he sees Johnny Five and he's like, where are you going? And then he, like, leads him to the warehouse. Yeah, he leads Johnny back. Like, I think I found your robot. I found your robot over here. And he... And then he says, like, I work for the bank across the street, and I think you need to be in, like, some community, blah, 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 and then it went on to something else. But I'm like, okay, he seems like to be a a decent fella. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, they treat it like it's a big reveal, but there's there's never the big reveal. Like, they do the whole thing where it's like, he's Johnny Five's friend the whole time, until they're just like, wait, what is he doing? They don't. They don't do like the big reveal. It's just like, oh, now he's just doing shady shit. When the whole time he was just acting like his friend. Yeah. And you don't really get, like. There's never that big like reveal. It's just like, oh, what? Wait. Oh, I guess he's evil. I guess. <laughs> it's a yeah. slow reveal. It's not even a slow reveal. It's just kind of a. Oh, by the way. By the guys. way, I hired these goons. Yeah. <laughs> that keep showing up. Which this felt like. I mean. Both of them seem so shady where it's like, I felt like those two guys could have been like, hey, is it okay if we use under your warehouse to go steal this diamond? I don't think they would have gave a fuck. <laughs> but the whole time they're like, there's guys in here. We need to fucking kill them. Uh-huh. Like, what? Wait. We can't have any witnesses. <laughs> we got to take them out. These guys are fucking stupid. And then the one, the one guy is just always like, I don't know about everything. Or it's like, yeah. how'd you guys become partners? <laughs> <laughs> where like the one guy's always so gung ho about fucking killing people and <laughs> yeah. fucking ransacking things, and the other guy's always like, I don't know about this, yeah. man. I don't want to fight that robot. He yeah. looks expensive, or whatever yeah. he is. Like, how did you two end up together? <laughs> where one of you is always like about it, and the other guy is not. <laughs> like, I feel like you would have had a falling out way earlier than this. <laughs> nah, maybe they're cousins. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they're blood. Maybe it's only like their third job. <laughs> <laughs> this is their first big one. That Maybe they're this, yeah. Digging through a warehouse into a bank. That's right. 
maybe this is the first time they ever ran into a robot situation, and that's what the guy's limit is. You know, like, <laughs> I right. didn't get into this to By fight robots. Time, yeah, when they start fucking introducing robots, game over, man. Job's done. <laughs> I want a side movie on the thieves. I'm sure it's <laughs> too. Like, imagine Ocean's Eleven, where, like, right when they got to the vault, George Clooney saw a fucking robot and was like, guys, calling it. We're out of here. <laughs> Get that weird Asian guy out of the vault that's stuck in a box because we're not going to fucking do this. There's a fucking robot involved. There's a robot out there that looks like fucking Wally. <laughs> I don't want any we're part of this fucked. shit. Unless we can trick him that it's a good thing to steal money, <laughs> we're fucked. Let me go ask him, see if he's gullible. Yeah. Maybe hey. he'll dig the hole for us. Oh, turns out, guys, he is. Okay. Game's yep. still on. So make sure you kidnap the other guys and throw them in a fish in a fish freezer. <laughs> Where there's a bunch of Peking duck yeah. hanging in here yeah. for whatever reason. Don't ask them because one of them is for sure would be all about letting them steal diamonds. <laughs> yeah. As long as he gets a cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me Michael McKean wouldn't have been like, I'll fucking kill him myself if he cut me in on these fucking <laughs> no diamonds. Shit. He tried to sell beginning. Johnny he Five. He tried to sell Johnny Five. This character is shady as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so how the fuck do they look at both of them and been like, guys, job's over. We have two fine upstanding citizens <laughs> that rented out this warehouse for a month. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You have a guy that barely speaks English, and you have another guy that would gladly fucking drown his mother for money. <laughs> what is the deal? What is the problem in Why this situation? Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? <laughs> Fred is drinking Labatt and watching Mr. Rogers over <laughs> the afternoon. Getting his freaking shirts pressed by a robot upstairs. He's doing fine. <laughs> I love how, I love the big he turned a corner scene was that he ripped a sleeve off his silk shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But your shirt. But your shirt. You've changed. <laughs> You're good now. You ripped your silk shirt. I love at the very, very end, like when it jumps like, I don't even know, a year in time or whatever, and they have this big company now or whatever. He yeah. still seems like a prick. Now oh, when he's yeah. on the oh, phone. Yeah. He's probably yeah. a bigger prick now that he actually is a success. Yeah, now that he yeah, now that he has money, he's probably a he's such a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays a great prick. Like this yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is this is the the touching tale of how a prick became a bigger prick. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, of how a man gained his citizenship and how a prick became a bigger prick. <laughs> I also, okay, so Johnny Five is introducing this. In the first one, he was like a military robot that gained sentience and like blah, 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 blah. So in this one, he spent time in Montana. He's become a little bit more docile. Uh, he's replaced his laser with, <laughs> with a, a toolbox. <laughs> that just is a freaking Mary Poppins bag of whatever yeah. needs to be in there. They stick so much shit in that toolbox. There's even one part where, like, Michael McKean's like, I don't know what to do with this, and he sticks it in his toolbox. Yeah. I think a hang glider comes out of it at one point. Oh, yeah, it yep. does. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and what, I don't know where he fit can fit that and an umbrella that's in there, as well as whatever Michael McKean's shoving up in there. 
<laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you know, that, it's just a, a, a smorgasbord of things going on with Johnny Five. He yeah. has upgraded himself. He's now got 500 megabytes of memory. Oh my God. <laughs> Which uh, this uh, external hard drive I have down here is almost quintuple that amount <laughs> if not more it's no it's way more than quintuple you have you have six johnny fives it down there right now 500 megabytes is what storage i have left over from using like freaking 700 gigs <laughs> on that hard See, drive you could save a johnny five on your hard drive right now many times over a but johnny number at least 30 bucks in 1988 money yeah. a johnny God. number five don't get number don't get johnny five Johnny number five. <laughs> Johnny five number. Um, the one so... thing he was missing was a USB port. That's all he needed in That's that right. thing. Probably didn't exist. Yeah. 1988. Tell you what. Yeah. I lo- yeah. I love that this is like this is pre-internet, so he has to get all the information from books, where he fucking rips apart a knockoff Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. To fucking gain all of his knowledge. Yeah. Also love the reveal too of the books that he really wanted to read was Pinocchio and Frankenstein. Jesus. <laughs> like that's not. I didn't find that no, also I mean, yeah. hugely offensive. There are like some. As much as I don't like this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There are moments where I was like, I mean, we should have elaborated on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I remember as a kid, though, the one, the scene where they beat the fuck out of him mm-hmm. scarred me as a kid. I still think that scene works. Because yeah. by the time they're beating the shit out of him at the end, I'm like, oh my god. He's like, saying you're killing me yeah. while they're beating the fuck out of him. Right. Which... Is this a kid's movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when the fluid, when they smash him with the crowbar and the fluid pops up. And splatters yeah. all over the guy. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. Which is an argument, I think, that this movie does its job and you end up feeling for Johnny Five. Yeah. making oh, totally. it, Making it completely work. No, yeah, because I, up to that point, I thought Johnny, no- Johnny, Johnny no- Knoxville. Johnny, no- Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnny number five. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> was annoying as fuck for the most part. See, by the time he showed up, I was like, thank God that Johnny Five showed up. Yeah. He's like a toddler where he's just constantly being like, what's this? What's this? Hey, here's this. And then mm-hmm. just keeps repeating himself over and over again. And it was starting to get on my nerves. But when he gets the fuck beat out of him and then he's just silent, you're like, oh, there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's I think that's the more effective part of this movie is that like he talks so much that when it gets down to where he's not talking at all, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's fucked up. There's something <laughs> wrong. So I was watching like a making of vignette of the first movie, and the director actually cut out some of Johnny Five's dialogue because while in the editing booth, he's just like, "Oh my god, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> because he couldn't stand him talking anymore. So they actually made him less chatty than he yeah. was in the first one, and uh, I, and sequentially the second one. Yeah, because he couldn't fucking stand him being so chatty all the time because he was even more chatty in the first one if you could believe it good god i don't want to watch it i do i don't want to watch it anymore i want to watch the first one now even though i everybody says it's like an et story 
I like E.T. <laughs> they make a three? So I guess there was one scheduled to be made, but this one didn't do, like, gangbusters or anything, so they just okay. took it off the table. Yeah. It costs, like, a million and a half dollars to, like, make the actual Johnny Five. Wow. Yeah, because it, it's, yeah, it's a lot... There looks like there's a lot of work that went into it. Yeah, they made him practically. I mean, he's yeah. remote controlled by like twelve people. Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> so like the first movie I saw, they had a budget of four million dollars, and a million and a half of it was to make Johnny Five. <laughs> <laughs> they were gonna do it with stop motion animation, and the director's like, just make him practically. And so they did, and it took a million and a half dollars. Wow. They I mean, got Johnny the... Five does look really cool, though. He does look good, and it's believable like yeah. that he's like that. Yeah. They got the same guy who created, like, visual effects from, like, Blade Runner okay. and to make, like, Johnny Five. Christ. <laughs> like, to do a little bit of backtracking, though, the way they introduce Johnny Five is so goddamn forced. It is, it is yes. hilarious. Yes. Like, they go through a fucking diatribe of him reading a note that's left on the box Johnny Five is in. Uh-huh. And I was laughing the entire time. Like, it's just like, they're like naming characters from the first one. They're all involved. They're like, uh-huh. hey, we're still in Montana. We love it here. Uh-huh. We thought you might want Johnny Five. Here yeah. he is. Like, yeah. what? So, I thought this. They were probably in that warehouse a day. Yeah. Right? And they're like, they know his entire story. <laughs> they were barely in that warehouse. And, and the entire note, they're like, we heard what you're up to. We're so proud of you. We thought you might need some help. Here's Johnny Five. And it's like, I just did this. Like, he's like, <laughs> he just started doing this yesterday. Yeah. Granted, he has a one-off line saying, like, he called his friends in Montana. So, like, <laughs> they call all up. And they must have overnighted... They overnighted... A huge robot. An $11 million sentient robot. Overnighted it across the country. Hold on, the wait sh- right there. What if it's not New York City? What, what if it's like Salt Lake City, Utah? <laughs> oh so it's my right God. south of Montana. That has to have waterfront. I know there's the Great Salt Lake, yeah, but it's got to have a... Dock. It has Seattle, yeah. Washington. It could be Seattle. Seattle. It could be Seattle. Regardless, wherever it is, I'm gonna, they overnighted this. I'm going to Google it. Where does Short Circuit 2 take place? <laughs> oh the shipping on this alone for this small town Montana family... Had to be thousands yeah. of dollars. They can't afford this shit. <laughs> It'd be cheaper to tell Johnny Five to hoof it there. <laughs> yeah, he he's got just... five hundred hours of battery life. He says it. I remember it. I know this shit. Oh man. Yeah, I. I, I I'm just wondering if it's not it's not New York City. Okay. Do we have an answer? All right. Well, they only give where the principal <laughs> photography took place, which was Toronto. But I don't think that's the city that it takes place in. No. It takes place in the United States. It has to because they have okay. United States citizenship. Hold on. There's a there's an IMDb fact. <laughs> it's while it's... Oh, fuck. Let me get this up. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat now. Are we East Coast, West Coast no here? Summary, not that. It's uh, gotta be. You can't trivia. be landlocked in this shit. No, my, in doesn't Montana. work. While it's usually accepted, the city is in the in the movie is New York City. Oscar gives number five a tourism guide with St. Louis on the cover. 
It can't be St. Louis. No way. There's. It looks like oceanfront coastal property. There's a dock. Yeah, there's a because they have to That's go not to the, the Mississippi yeah. River. Because when she's doing they? when when uh, what's her name is doing the weird show like weird like <laughs> fucking like uh, phone tone tunes. Oh yeah, to find out where he is. That's like the one part I remembered from this movie. It is <laughs> so weird. Like she is so in depth on this shit. Yeah. Which, like, at a certain point, I would be like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but, like, the minute, the minute they fucking, the minute they start fucking playing that one song, she's like, it's him. I'm going to follow this <laughs> yeah. entire thing. I mean, that is a leap. Yes. That is wow. a big leap. I love the fact that it's like, we can just send, like, Morse code through this thing. And they're like, okay, go. Well, I don't know Morse code. Well, neither do I. <laughs> like, Okay. We need to get inventive here. That's what I like they did the songs. Because I yeah. was also thinking, they're smart. They'll just know Morse code. Why would anybody know Morse code? <laughs> they fucking don't have to run trains in 1910. <laughs> Send to the latest telegraph. <laughs> We're stuck in a fish freezer. Stop. Yeah, this is a World War One. Nobody knows Morse code anymore. Are you kidding me? My God. While you're over there. I'm still on one of my goddamn pitching pillows. <laughs> uh, so, my, yeah, anyway, my argument is that because of the, the, uh, the, uh, assault on Johnny Five. Yeah. That this whole movie works. If you felt for that at it, all. It, it definitely The movie pivots, did its job. It pivots in a better direction after the assault. Yes. Okay. I'll give it that. Did you like the callback to Tarzan at the end? God. <laughs> that I thought was a leap. Because I was like, what are you doing on that cherry picker, dude? You're going the wrong and the, way. And the fact that the guy is still staying so close to the dock on a boat. Mm -hmm. Where he's like, he'll never get me. While he's still staying so close to the dock <laughs> that Johnny Five is chasing him on. Yeah, it's like, I also thought there's that. There's so much open water on the other end. <laughs> And he's still driving the boat so close to the dock, being like, stupid robot. <laughs> He'll never Tarzan me. <laughs> what an idiot. Even while he's riding a cherry picker higher up, the guy is still driving the boat directly next to the dock. Line. In a straight line directly by the dock. I'm like, you deserve to be fucking nabbed by this fucking robot. You old bitch. <laughs> you old dummy. <laughs> oh, my God. I also, I laughed out loud at the end where Johnny Five's battery runs out and the whole ticker goes down to zero and the guy with the paddles comes over and freaking uh, Ben is like giving him the shocks or whatever and then he ends up like doing that whole God's eye thing where he yeah. looks up into the sky and just <laughs> yells with the paddles in his hand. He's like, yeah! And then rubs them together Number and starts five. shocking Johnny Five again. Uh, I mean, of course he comes back to yeah. life. And then they treat it like it's like an ongoing current because he turns to the fucking paddle guy and says, don't turn that off. <laughs> like, so do they have a setting on the pa paddles yeah, where just it's continuously <laughs> electrocuting you? Maybe they did in 1988. I don't remember those. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be <laughs> All right, his heart's not working. Maybe if we just keep it on his heart and mm -hmm. then keep it going, so that he's yeah. burned from the inside yeah. out. I mean, he we might come back cook to him life from the inside. 
He's a robot. We need to have just a robot setting on oh this thing. We need to put a robot set, a set, bring a robot back to life setting on these paddles. <laughs> I also love when he goes into that radio shack and Michael McKean like sleeves himself and puts it around his battery. He also finds just parts around to make him look like a punk rocker robot. Oh yeah. Also. <laughs> Like what are those parts in Radio Shack? What do you? What are those? He gives himself like an eyebrow ring. Yeah, an eyebrow ring attached to like a long chain. Yeah, like a mohawk and shoulder spikes. He'd be like if the Legion and, of Doom was yeah. mixed with Short Circuit. <laughs> and none of them come in play when he fucking beats up the beats up the fucking dudes. No, no, he at just all. did it for aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I, was, I do I was love though. Like I was expecting, like some kind of like rockets or something to come out of his head or something. I was like, no, they're just there to make him look madder, <laughs> yeah, a little more angry. <laughs> I do like when he caught the crowbar from behind him from the guy that doesn't give a fuck and will murder a robot at a given moment, <laughs> and it'll just like he swung him over his head onto the ground. I'm like, god damn, he's not playing around now. Yeah. And he wraps that guy up in a chain link fence. <laughs> they're done. That was good. Yeah. I also, yeah, I love when, like, he becomes, like, super mad, where he's like, wait, so they captured you two, but they tried to kill me? <laughs> which is, like, a which is like a question the audience should ask themselves, too, where it's like, wait, why didn't they try to kill those dudes? Yeah. If they're so yeah. okay with murder. Yeah. Like, why they just, just shove them in a freezer, but they tried to kill me? <laughs> yeah, like. Fuck them! <laughs> I'm gonna murder them! <laughs> <laughs> but I also found it weird that he knows, like, an underground sewer tunnels that can cut off, like, a car going, like, 65 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, never mind. I know the sewer passageway. That'll definitely get me there, right under their oh, car. There was probably a book in that fucking weird uh, bam that they went into, oh, where fucking you no, know there was. Bam. Where yeah, it that was it, it was the entire a million. It was the entire infrastructure of like fucking St. Louis, San Angeles, <laughs> Gotham City, fucking wherever they were. Yeah. <laughs> the St. Louis Public Library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You got any other facts about, uh, about anything you want to bring about Short Circuit 2? God. Ready to, ready to grade this? Might as well. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about this, guys. I'm no, glad I finally I'm, got to dip in to a little bit of Short I'm Circuit. I'm glad we got into it. I love uh, they do the whole first date bit that all, that all movies are like. Oh, that's I also wanted to bring this up. Yeah, the, the I want to talk about where the, he's the, like the, where he like hijacks like what looks like Madison Square Gardens fucking <laughs> yeah LED Titan screen Titantron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I thought that was a very odd scene because I know like he is like falling for the. Uh, lo whatever the other love interest in this movie, I can't remember yeah. the actress's name at this point. Yeah, um, she has no interest whatsoever. Doesn't even see it because anytime yeah. like she's around him, he clams up. Right? Yeah. He's like, well, I don't know how to talk to women. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, There's even a scene where he's like, "I love your blue eyes." Oh wait a minute, they're brown. Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up the word rear. <laughs> And then, so they're on this weird date, right, of a thing that he manufactured of 
Johnny Five stopping the bus. Yeah. And forcing this date upon this woman. And she is like, just to sit here because she knows this man. It's like, I guess my bus broke down. You're here. I guess I'll have dinner with you. Sure. Like, I know you kind of. I only know you through buying these toys from you, really. Weirdly buying you oddly maybe one or two times since. Yeah. So I guess I'll fall in love with you. <laughs> like, I found that more troublesome I wonder... than the brown face. <laughs> yeah, that was disturbing. <laughs> like, she... I feel like she would be easily, like, coaxed into some kind of pyramid scheme. Really? I didn't find her to be, like, I actually No, found... I feel like she would be, like, very, like, the fact that she saw one toy and was like, I'll take a thousand. Like, if oh, someone better called than her... fucking weird rubber hand that she was shaking around oh earlier my, in there. Yeah, she's like, look, it's so Actually, crazy! All of her toys revolved around hands. That hat had clapping hands on it, and then she just had a shaky <laughs> hand later. She, she literally just made a, Yeah, she literally just made a hand out of fucking wax and was like, it's crazy! It's crazy hand! <laughs> look at it! Look at it shaking! Maybe it was like her first week on the yeah. job. She's just reaching for straws. I her idea is... Her boss does say she's only been there two months there yeah. we go she's and only she been there two ex- months and she's like i expect you to have a like how does every employee there have a fucking multi-million dollar idea like she you've been here two months and you still haven't made me like a fuck ton of money i'm firing you maybe what everybody the else there has like administrative jobs they and didn't then, really yeah. say and then and then in in, in the boss's defense her ideas get worse as the movie goes on. Like you said, she has the hat with the clapping hands, and then it just devolves down to she made a fucking hand out of silly putty and shook it in front of him. <laughs> like, just a handful of vibrators or whatever it was. She's like, it's, it's crazy hand! And you're like, do you have fucking Alzheimer's? Like, what is happening right to now? Her boss defense... She is obsessed with hand toys, <laughs> and she needs to find something quick, because I don't know how she you got this job. You need to get job. fucking help, lady. <laughs> You're obsessed with hands, and you don't need to work at a toy store. You need fucking help. You need something else. So that robot toy is a godsend. <laughs> yeah. It the is fact not that a... she took in any interest in something that's not a hand <laughs> is, a, is a fucking miracle. <laughs> anyway... That whole <laughs> that whole thing sequestered off into something really weird. I, I found it still odd that she just would fall in love with Ben so quickly that I found it offensive. Because I found her, she's just like a hardworking woman. Yeah. That I would be fine loves with. Loves hands. Loves hands for some reason. That's okay. That's over here. That's something separate. <laughs> But she she didn't need to be a love interest in this at no, all. No. no. Not at all. And then in one dinner, even though he's failing miserably and it's just says, sorry, Johnny Five is coaxing me to say these things, I would also be like, well, what the fuck? You can't even talk to me like a normal person? Fuck yourself. Give me the toys, then you're done. Yeah. Get out of here. I feel but like... No, she's like... Why don't you come dance with me? And then maybe we'll fuck. I feel like every <laughs> female character that was put in a movie before 1990... 
boost that up to 2016. 2016. <laughs> Every female character that was made before 2016 had a huge WHF behind them, where it's like, who's, who, or no, a WS, uh, WSF. <laughs> <laughs> has a WSF behind their name where it's like, who's she fucking? Uh-huh. Every fucking movie where it's like, what? Why do we need to know who she fucking? Yeah. It, it all, I was almost going to be refreshed. Yeah. That she didn't become some love interest. Cause like, you know what happens with the family that, uh, they meet in the first movie Becomes like a pseudo love interest for Johnny Five. What? She like dances and kisses this robot. They do a what? fucking Howard the Duck with her. Not not that far. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Five doesn't become her magic hand or anything like that. But there is like a scene where she's like taking a bath and is like conveniently covered. What? And he comes in and his eyes like bug out of his like robot head. And there's like a scene where they dance in the living room and they kiss. It's more fucked up the more yeah. I think about it. Oh my god. Maybe we need to do the first one. Oh. I don't want to <laughs> do the first one. There's a Dr. Pepper ad. Do it. Let's 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 give it a year before we do the first one. Okay. Mark down your calendars in one uh, year. In one year we'll do the first short circuit. What year? What year? Um anyway, she eventually becomes a love interest for Ben. Whatever. Wow. It's not really elaborated on much. It's just annoying that it happens. Yeah. She also plays guitar in her apartment. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, you gotta That's, have a hobby. You have to have pretty skilled hands to play with guitar. Especially if she's into hands. hands. And she fucking hands? loves hands. <laughs> Get those calloused fingers going on. Maybe that's why you need a magic hand so you don't callous them all up. Strum a guitar yourself. <laughs> what happened to her? <laughs> that she loves hands so much. I bet she loved that May Young Mark Henry. Oh, <laughs> we didn't get we didn't get so far into her career where she became a WWF writer <laughs> in nineteen in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my. She she. She lived uh, comfortably with Ben in in Stanford, Connecticut, where she became a WWF writer. <laughs> And her first, her first day on the job. No, after two months, they were like, "Look, either you come up with a good storyline, or we're firing you." And she's like, "What if an old woman gives birth to a hand? You're hired." And Vince is like, "I love it. I love it. I love it. More hand stuff." <laughs> she gave uh, Steve Austin the middle finger thing. You should do oh, middle sure. finger things. Do something <laughs> yeah, with your hands. Yeah, you do the <laughs> Anyway, short circuit. She told Goldust to start rubbing himself when he'd do his, <laughs> run his hands up his chest. She told John Cena, "You can't see me." <laughs> She's still on payroll now, just in case anyone needs more hand stuff. Does anyone have any more to say? <laughs> about Before we get too wrestling two. nerdy in this short yeah. circuit two <laughs> review. That's what happens when you bring me on, guys. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, I'm ready to grade. I mean, you guys were kind of ripping on him before we started, but I did kind of like Michael McKean in this. Yeah, I'm I a, also did too. I'm a big fan of Michael McKean. Yeah. 
He he plays a good scumbag, like somebody yeah. great for Ben to bounce Especially off. Especially of. like like after coming off of uh even coming off of Best in Show, mm-hmm. like seeing kind of his range between those two, like the, between that and this, I really like Michael McKean. Yeah, I would say he's easily my favorite character in this movie. Yeah. Even like, though you're not you're character. not supposed to like him until like the very end. Yeah. I still like him more than fucking Brownface. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Fisher Stevens. Doing his fucking best Apu impression the whole fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I he, he I do like him in this. Yeah. Like him to be a sleaze bag. Yeah. He is good. And he does grow on you too. Um I mean, he oh, he sleeves himself. He takes he rips the sleeve off of his best silk shirt. <laughs> it's one hundred ninety dollars. It's one hundred ninety dollars. He just wrapped it in that battery acid. But didn't he get it for forty bucks off a truck or something? Oh, you got me there. He yeah. did get it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So his his good deed goes very un like unrecognized. All his dealings are black market <laughs> yeah. through like random yeah. trucks. Insane. They never Lewis really go apparently. back to whether or not he paid off that guy in time either. Oh, the oh that's shark? true. Yeah, the loan shark. He that's just kind of like, oh, now I'm rich. Yeah. He never got to learn if he got his important bits lopped off. Because doesn't he? Isn't that a line in this? <laughs> yeah. They start lopping Again, off important bits. Again, is this bits? made for kids? I don't know if it is. I think this was because it's PG, but I think this is like made in that time where it's like before. There is no PG thirteen. Yeah, there's no PG thirteen. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, doesn't like J- like Johnny Five say shit or something at one point too? Or there's a shit. There's a goddamn. There's also there's a, goddamn. a kick your balls into outer space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely call somebody a craphead in this. Oh, look out. I think the first one is a little bit more risque, though. With the goot in it. You know what I mean? Excuse me? With the Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. The the Gouda. Because even just, like, short clips that I saw while doing research for this, I think it was a little bit more risque to be, like, an adult comedy that was probably still PG. But yeah. I think they probably tamed it down a little bit because they knew it just skewed more towards children. Yeah. To, because it's got a fun robot in it. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't got to have, like, a plot, really. <laughs> Robots are fun. Robots are fun. Robots are swell. Robot. <laughs> At one point, he calls himself a droid, which is... Oh, yeah, he does do that. To, uh, yeah, to uh, Star out. Wars. Out. Tune in for uh, Star Warranting Empire Strikes Back this week. Come on, Monday. Come hey, on I'm Monday. on that. <laughs> you will well, be. We'll see. We might kick you out after this, <laughs> depending what you grade. Depending this Depending on your grade. Oh, no. okay. Right. Uh, anyway, what uh, what are we grading this? Well, what do we think? I'll Cole. start. Okay, Cole. What do you got? I'm gonna give it a solid C minus. Hey, okay. C All right. minus. All right. Uh, certainly far from being a good movie, <laughs> okay. uh, right. but also far from being a terrible movie. Okay. All right. So, um, I I weirdly enjoyed some parts of it. I did get into Johnny Five at that ending when he just got obliterated. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, C minus. Okay. C minus. Yeah. Would I watch it again? No. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but C minus. Okay. All right. I almost kind of want to see like that whole scene where like he's just kind of rolling down the sidewalk, not speaking, like to like. The tune of Arms of an Angel. <laughs> yeah. Just but real sad. Just Silence real sad. Real sad. But no, like, 
I think I'm going to give it the same grade. C minus. It sounds about right. Because, like I said, I like Michael McKean almost throughout the entire thing. And, uh, I, as much as I really didn't like this movie, it did slightly win me over with how real dark they went with almost fucking murdering mm-hmm. <laughs> this main kind of lovable character mm-hmm. throughout. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it a C minus. I'm, yeah, like I said, I have no real urge to go back and revisit this, but, uh, I almost kind of appreciate it for the fact that they like took it as far as they did when they're like, like not even brutally murdering, but like slowly murdering (laughs) what's, what seems like a very child friendly character. It's like if there was a movie about Barney and then people walked up and slowly started slitting his throat. And he's like, stop killing me! Yeah. We're friends! Yeah. It was almost like when they killed, like, Murphy and RoboCop. They had him on the ground. And it was just, like, hitting with, like, a pipe and an axe. Yeah. It just needed Clarence Boninger just being like, na 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 Yeah. Like blowing his fucking hand off. <laughs> and then it went all kid and have an airplane shoved up your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and he ran away yeah. clutching his butthole. After, yeah, after after they almost murdered the main character of Airplane Drives Up a Man's Butthole. <laughs> I am going to give this a bit of a higher score, fellas. Okay. I'm going to give this a B minus. Wow. Get out of town. I, even though it's a bit troublesome with the brown face, and I personally don't like the fact that uh, the woman comes on very quickly to Ben. Yeah. I do feel like the character of Johnny Five is likable. Okay. And you do feel for him at the end. It's got a fun, happy ending, I guess. Where he's gold. Where he's gold and, and he jumps, jumps in the air. jumps in the air. Very high. He's an American high. citizen. Uh, I, I had fun with this. And I think it's a bit of nostalgia with it. I'm not going to lie. But uh, I, I still had fun with this and I would rewatch it. I love I love reflecting on movies that are completely the opposite of what they are, but yet they have the exact same ending. Because I'm pretty sure this is the exact same ending to Bicentennial Man. <laughs> well, this came out first, so Bicentennial Man is the ripoff. Yeah, but no, Bicentennial Man is nothing like Short Circuit Two. <laughs> oh, good. But it's the exact same ending where a robot man becomes an American citizen. <laughs> Very good. I love it. <laughs> I've never seen Bicentennial Man. Is that the what? one with Robin Williams in it? Yep. Very good. Never Put it seen. on the list. <laughs> Put it on the list. That seems way... I would watch Short Circuit 1 over Bicentennial Man. That just seems so... Even me saying Bicentennial Man puts me to sleep. <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll do a boring Robin Williams double feature of Bicentennial Man and What Dreams May Come. Oh. Where he goes... He goes to heaven and then journeys to hell to find his dead wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to do any of that the movie's thing. weird as shit. Cuba Gooding's a fucking angel. It's weird. Followed up the next week with the Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> we would need to to just we'll do, do a, a triple quick fe- 180. We'll do a triple feature of a Love Guru sandwich. <laughs> yes! A Love Guru, Love Guru sandwich between two pieces of Robin Williams depressing bread. <laughs> Mariska Hargate. Oh, oh. God, I hate that you can quote that movie. Sam, if you say jack shit about Love Guru... <laughs> You're out. I'm driving to Canada to beat your fucking ass myself. <laughs> Short Circuit 2 style. <laughs> Sam, You're I gonna, don't know you, Sam. You're going to summon a bunch of planes to save your ass from me killing the fuck out of you. 
<laughs> Sam, I don't know you, but say it. <sighs> I know the power this man possesses. I don't know how he does it, but he can. Uh, is there anything else you guys have been into besides Short Circuit 2 this week? <laughs> And being into Short Circuit 2 is a kind of a stretch. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. As right. usual with me, uh, it's uh, cooking shows uh-huh. and uh, the Undertaker series on the WWE Network. What yeah. kind of cooking shows? Uh, Chopped. I love Chopped. Watching a lot of Chopped. Oh. Um, I, yeah, I love Chopped. And... Um, some guys' grocery games here and there. Guys' grocery games. Never been into guys' grocery game. Fair shake, though. Haven't given it one. Oh, dude. Hulu. Uh-huh. Hulu's where to find them all. All? Oh. Hulu's got, like, all the chopped. It's got all the guys' grocery games. <laughs> it's got all the kids' baking championship. Triple G? It's got all the holiday baking championship. It's got all the spring baking championship. Oh, my Check word. Check it out. Hulu is where it's at for Food Network shows. Biatch. Sam actually sent me something today that there's a petition going around to have Columbus, Ohio be renamed to Flavortown. That's right. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That would be amazing. I oh, am all in. Yeah. I hope the town I hope it, it just turns into nothing but diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> I also am just now putting together that he's got a show named Triple D and Triple G. You're just putting that together. I never have oh seen guys' God. grocery games, but just saying it out loud, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Triple D and Triple G, baby. Oh, my lordy. Triple G and Triple D. <laughs> I'm a Guy Fieri fan. God. Um, have you, do you follow him on Twitter? No, why am I not? Killer Twitter. Doing it now. Do you wear your sunglasses on the back of your head? <laughs> Sometimes. Jesus Christ. He is on top of like almost every trend and has a Guy Fieri joke for it. Doing it. Oh it's, my God. it's amazing. Anytime I see a good one, I send it to Sam immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Followed him right now. That's <laughs> good. All I mean, right. there's a lot of promotion for Triple G. But uh, That's all right. I love it. I'm going to maybe start watching. What is it? Like? Is it the Supermarket Sweep show? Yeah. Okay. He's got different competitions, different games. Oh, like, I think this is the second week in a row you brought up Guy's Grocery Games. Dude, he does Plinko. He does Plinko <laughs> on Guy's Grocery Games. What? He does Plinko. The little what chip is, falls down. What does Drew Carey have to say about this? Well, I don't think his Price is Right's not running right now, is it? Is Drew Carey still alive? He's yes. still alive. He's dead. <laughs> Cleveland Rocks. I think... I love him. How about Mimi? Is Mimi still alive? I love him. Mimi still I don't know. <laughs> I just thought Mimi was Drew Carey. I know Craig drag. Ferguson's still alive. <laughs> I also thought that. I'm, I'm not even joking. <laughs> that when Drew Carey show was on, I thought it was Drew Carey in drag. That was my thoughts exactly. Oh my god. Not even lying. I, don't I was young you. and naive. Yep. They do caker and so much makeup where it's like, that's gotta be a dude. <laughs> And then it's not, it's and not, it's like, it's a okay. lovely comedian. But yeah, but not, I, more power to her. Oh. Man. Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery. <laughs> Sorry. Going on a tangent yeah. <laughs> Who's lands it anyways? Uh, that and the Undertaker thing you said, huh? Oh, the Undertaker thing. Seriously, if you're not even a fan of wrestling, I know it, it does get, one of our friends said it gets repetitive, 
because it's kind of the same story over and over. But in all seriousness, I had a match. I'd retire. I'll see. I'll do one more match. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'd have one more match. I'd retire. (laughs) It it is kind of that up and down. But seriously, it follows a guy at the end of his career wanting to hang up his boots, but not wanting to go out without having that last big moment where he's remembered. I do think it's cool that they do end the series with them saying, yeah, I'm retiring. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's so weird. Like, he didn't even have, like, a last match. He's like, yep, I'm retired now. It's really, really good. It's a five-part series. All together, take you four and a half hours if you watch all five of them. It's really I good. I do kind of want to watch some of those episodes where he talks about his Saudi Arabia matches that were weird and fucked up. Oh, he hates them. <laughs> he hates them. The dude almost got paralyzed. Dude, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. From... The Goldberg one? From the jackhammer yeah. from Goldberg where Goldberg was concussed. Oh, yeah. God. And tried lifting a six foot eight, three 340-pound man above his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how he tries to defend Goldberg where it's like, no, Goldberg's a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go to Goldberg at all in this series. They interview Goldberg's all kinds of wrestlers. Fucker. Yeah, Goldberg's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because, you know, he'd have been like, ah, whatever. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fast cars. Ah. Whatever. Uh, oh, so you think you can actually beat me up, huh? Shut the fuck up, yeah. Goldberg. I did watch the uh, like sneak preview of it after it was like after some pay per view. I don't even know, like a couple months ago, maybe. Yeah. And I was into it because he like he just hired a documentary crew to follow him. Right? This isn't. Was it's it the WWE crew? Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, I thought. Well, it was... it was like well, I watched the first episode and it was kind of cool because it was like. It was like out of nowhere. He's like right before his match, like Roman Reigns at like that one WrestleMania. He just like called Vince. And was like, hey. Have a camera crew follow me, and Vince is like, "Oh fuck, okay." <laughs> yeah, it's about it's like four years of his the last four yeah. years of his career. Yeah, mm. and it that, follows like, yeah, straight up he, to yeah. the last because he had him follow him because he he was pretty much saying that like his match with Roman Reigns is going to be his last one, mm-hmm. and then they keep following him where like he watches his match with Roman Reigns and he's like, "Ah, oh, I fucked that up, and I fucked that up too. Oh, I'm gonna do one more." <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of wrestling, of course, but it's a good story, even if you're not a wrestling fan, of a guy at the end of his career, whatever career you choose, mm-hmm. just wanting to go out being at the top of his game. Mm. Okay. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I recommend well, it's it. not the top of his game. Remembered. Remembered. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not going out <laughs> on a stinker. Yeah. Not going <laughs> yeah. out without... A last big thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. F5. Twisted. <laughs> Call Leather strap. Leather strap. Uh, <clears throat> Joel, you've been in anything. Uh, I brought up, me and Molly watched Twister the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, I went back and watched Joker again. Uh-huh. Ooh. Still don't like it. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't like Joker. Listen to that podcast. Well, no, I I think Joaquin Phoenix gives an amazing performance, but the movie itself is kind of stupid. <laughs> I'm on the same lines. I didn't rewatch it yet, but that's my initial thoughts yeah. of Joaquin it. Phoenix is out. really good in it. I'll give him I'll give it that much, but the movie itself takes some weird leaps and has some weird performances by different people that make don't need to be there and i'm by the end i was like ah this is not this is definitely writing on the fact that joaquin phoenix is good (laughs) yeah it came out also at a weird time where uh maybe that shouldn't be the message going out 
yeah. to like uh, like super violence <laughs> is like makes you a superstar and should be followed by people. Yeah. Maybe even, with some time it'll be a different story, but who yeah. knows. Yeah, even beyond that, it was just it felt like like cuz even the, the, the director himself is like more known for more comedy. And it yeah, felt like this was kind of... the Hangover movies. Yeah, he made the Hangover movies. And this was kind of his thing of, like, I'm going to be drama. And he does not know how to tell a dramatic story. So, like, he got Walking Phoenix to play an iconic character and then rode entirely on that. So, I mean... I'm not going to say it's a terrible movie because Walking Phoenix is amazing in it, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Even down to where they're so on the fence about whether or not to make it a whole thing of, like, whether or not he's related to Bruce Wayne. They just kind of give up. And they're like, yeah, fuck Maybe he is. I don't give a shit. Here, we're going to make him a girlfriend for him. That's not a thing. Like, like, it feels like half this movie doesn't even make, doesn't even, like, need to matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kay. I didn't, I... I definitely am more solidified in the fact that I didn't like the Joker. Do you like it more? Uh, well, do you like it like the same or less? Probably less. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because I was kind of, I was kind of writing more on the whole like weird aspects that they were kind of writing on when I first time I watched it, but now watching it back this time, I'm like, you're kind of stupid all the way through. <laughs> I love that you're sitting over here and like, you're just fuck kind you. Of, you're fuck kind you, of you biting your asshole. I loved the Joker. That's fine. There's like a ton of That's people fine. that do. No, I but get it. But then I also love, love Guru. <laughs> I get a it. Lot. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And maybe maybe they might do something with it more in the future. I heard they're going to do a sequel where like you, wa- you, like you follow the Joker that actually deals with Batman where he's... Uh, inspired by this joker mm. i think that's what they're like i've read like i've read like a rumor where like that's what they're planning to be the sequel to be which would be cool but i mean with this it's like it felt like it didn't even really need to exist mm-hmm. and by the end i was like what what was this all for what what what, what was your message besides hey if you feel like you're disenfranchised fucking burn your city to the ground <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're a fucking mentally ill person that doesn't get proper medical care. It's like, what was the message? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. If you're an know. angry white man, lash out. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. But beyond that, to, to go on to another topic that... To go from a topic Cole is inferior about to a cold... To a topic Cole doesn't give a shit about. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Last of Us 2. Yeah. and <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm like 10 hours in right now. Mm-hmm. And it is fucking awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I haven't jumped in yet. I did buy a game, though, that I'm going to bring up later. Okay. But... Uh, I love Last of Us 2 so far. <clears throat> um, Like... So, like, the whole thing that that gets the story going is, like, so fucking heartbreaking that... I know Mala said she cried. Mm. And then it... Yeah, it's super fucking intense. Like, you are... 
deep in the shit that goes down Mm -hmm. that makes this whole story go across. And then as it goes on, like you can tell that it's, it's still like in like the last of us kind of feel where it has a path that wants you to follow. Mm -hmm. But there are certain parts where it's, it's not like open world, like, like a grand theft auto is, but it's open world to the point where it's like, you can just follow just plain just the plain story and go all the way through just doing that, mm-hmm. or you can do shit where it's like we have. It takes place in Seattle, mm-hmm. and so like almost every storefront you walk by is open. Okay. So like you can sneak in there, and then it's like it's every storefront's like its own adventure in some way. Whether it's like reading notes of like people that have been there before, or it's like. You push, like, a fucking bookcase out from behind a door, and then a bunch of fucking runners come out, and you have to, like, shoot them all down. Or, like, you go into a place that's, like, full of spores, and then you find a bunch of clickers that you have to, like, kind of maneuver around. Like, every storefront kind of have feels like it has, like, its own kind of story to it. And you can follow those, or you can just follow just the story by itself and not even give a shit about it. Hmm. So, but it's like at a certain point, once you get past that, then it's like that whole part's cut off to you, and then you're back on the story. Okay. So, but in that sense, it's really fucking cool, and like all of like the combat in it is so goddamn intense. And what I love about it is like in the first one, I felt like once I got discovered, I fucked up. But in this, once you get discovered, you can do other things that like you feel like you're still accomplishing something. Where like the combat does not really involve stealth. It's more like making sure you you have these two people in a room so you can kill them without the other people knowing. And then you can go back to sneaking around. So it becomes like more of a like a fight or flight type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like knowing knowing when to kill someone and knowing when to run away is okay. like the main aspect of it. And which is fucking cool. And like they give you like this one has like landmines and shit and there's like dogs that are chasing you down. And, like, uh, I don't know, it's just, they add so much more to this that, like, the first one I felt was kind of missing in the gameplay that I really like the gameplay in this a lot more. I, well, the first one I liked a lot, and I wouldn't even know if I was missing anything, really, because they had, like, it focused way more on, like, the infected in the first one. I Well, I yeah. haven't played the second one yet, so I'm not even really sure, but from what I've yeah. seen, it just seems like the focus on the first one was yeah. more infected. And then the people were, like, a secondary, like, aspect of it. Being, like, an enemy or whatever. Yeah. But the, from what I've seen from the second one, it looks like the people are the forefront. And, like, there's also this infection still going on in the back. Right? Yeah. I would say that's true. And then, like, when you get to Seattle, you kind of come across two different groups of people. One that are, like, they seem more normal and... God, the people that made this game are fucked up because they the same make... people who made Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> yeah, because they I love that game because <laughs> they do shit where like when you kill when you just kill like a goon that's trying to kill you back, they make it so that the people will find their body and then cry over their body, yelling their first name like "Oh my God, Jeremy, what happened?" <laughs> where like and but but it's not done in that way. It's done more in like a like you killed my best friend. Kind of way. (laughs) That's fucked up. Yeah. And then in the same sense, you come across another group of people that only communicate in whistles. So, like, you're stuck in a... There's, like, a part where you're stuck in a park and all you hear are whistles around you. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's fucking terrifying. Why don't we want to play this game, Cole? I haven't quite got it yet. Do you guys like this game? <laughs> this is I the thing you guys really enjoy. like the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it no, it's fucking. It's terrifying. It's good. I highly recommend Last of Us Two. Good deal. I um, also purchased a game over the last couple days. I purchased. Now this may seem like an odd choice. Purchased Mortal Kombat XL. Oh, you're talking my language now. Not oh. not eleven. I purchased the previous one because I kind of wanted to get into the next gen consoles and like yeah. play the story in that one and then move on to like eleven and just get like an ongoing. In all honesty, saga. I think I liked ten more than eleven. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I did that, and I also just didn't have like a fighting game that I could just kind of pick up and just play. Oh yeah. So. Now, Macy kind of wants to play video games because I got it installed. The only one I have is this brutally violent Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> and so I just put it on the training mode for her and just picked whoever and just showed her how to kind of play it so I can show her how to go towards the person and while they're not fighting back. And just... Does Chelsea know this? Yeah, she was watching this whole time. <laughs> and so then I went on to like, because they also have like a fatality practice mode where you just go in and just practice fatalities and I had to stop at the first one because I forgot what they were and I did Scorpion on there where you just pull somebody in and cuts their fucking face off and their brain falls out of their skull. She's like, no more in front of Mace. No more in front of the kids. <laughs> Not nothing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, that's probably a good idea because she's already getting scared of the dark. I don't need her scared that her face is going to get cut off and her brain fall out. But, uh... Just remember, Macy Scorpion's gonna come in and cut his face, cut your face off, let <laughs> your plane fall off. But, uh, she still likes to play, uh, some where she can just kick a person. She's into really kicking people Uh-oh. in the corner. Or when punching with her feet. Or punching with her feet, for sure. <laughs> uh, so I got that. Have yet to really dive much into it now, because it's way hyper-violent, and I... I'm uh, told that I can't really play those in front of the kids, <laughs> so that's going to probably put a little bit of a uh, a stop on me getting The Last of Us 2. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's even more real. Yeah. Every time and that you... I don't even know if Chelsea wants to watch Every that. time you stealth kill someone, they choke on their own blood oh because you're shoving a knife in their throat. <laughs> All right, it's going to be a bit before I get to play that. Yeah. And they choke on their blood for a while, too. You walk away from their body, you can still hear them choking on their blood oh, in their throat my. when you like when you're like kind of far away from them, too. Sounds great. Sounds like a perfect game. <laughs> I need to, I really do want to play it, but Jesus. And then also I've been watching um What We Do in the Shadows, the series. Yeah. God, that's a great series. Oh, it's so good. Well, me and Molly have like two more episodes to watch, but um, it is fucking amazing. I have, I think I've caught up with it so far in the last couple nights. But uh, Cole, it's on Hulu. Yeah. What we do in the shadows. I've heard of it, and I it sounds interesting, but I've never watched it yet. Mm. I think you'll like it. It's about like it's a vampire show. Yeah. But it's like silly vampires i guess oh, yeah like they're like classical old vampires that live in the modern age yeah and they're just like fucking goofy my favorite one is where they bring okay. in mark hamill to be the guy that challenges one of them to a duel <laughs> and then he runs away to like fucking kansas where he becomes a bartender <laughs> yeah <laughs> he comes like what he like funds like the cheerleaders to go to like some fucking competition <laughs> yeah i love that it, they couldn't 
like tell who he was because he wore blue jeans and had a toothpick in his mouth. <laughs> I can't remember what he even changed his name to, like Robert Tennessee or something like yeah. that. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about, friend. My name is Robert Tennessee. And he's got like a toothpick yeah. hanging out. As soon as like or a Mark Hamill finds out that he doesn't have a reflection, he takes the toothpick out of his mouth and they're all like, oh, it's you. <laughs> it's you, Laszlo. Might have to check that show it's, out. It's good. It's, oh, it's it, gets, it grows on you, too. Oh, is it on Hulu, you it's said? It's on Hulu, All yeah. right. And All it's, right. like, from FX, too, yeah. so it's a little bit more raunchy yeah. than, okay. like, normal stuff. Yeah. Check that out. It's With good. their familiar Guillermo. Guillermo is Oh, great. dude. He Guillermo is too. probably turning into one of my favorite characters. Like, not to spoil something yeah. for you, but you find that he's, like, a part of the Van Helsing bloodline, yeah. and so he's, like, a naturally great vampire hunter, and he's, like just a servant to one of these vampires for like 11 years and he doesn't even know that he's a part of the van helsing family <laughs> but that's pretty great awesome um anyway so that's a great show but anyway that's gonna be it i think so if people want to talk about gargling blood with you jt where can they do so uh, hold on <laughs> 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 bucky for everyone on twitter also bucky for everyone on instagram but on snapchat troy uh cole Hey, hey, Cole! <laughs> you can catch me when I'm not six beers deep at Coach Havens on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, thumbs up. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter. We're there you can vote for the tournament of random movies. It is Superman versus Paranormal Activity. Cast your votes; they matter. Uh. You can also Vote or find die, <laughs> motherfucker. all of our shows uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as every other podcasting platform out there. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're there, babe. We're there, babe. Uh, while you're on Apple Podcasts, you, you can rate and review us there. <laughs> that helps other people find the show if you happen to like it. And right into the show, such as some of our friends do from time to time at reviewreviewpod at gmail. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. I'm surprised I remember this every single time. It's a You're lot good. of info. You, You're good. Yeah. A professional. I always here. zone out every time you start saying it. Too. I, I zone out. It just <laughs> comes out of my mouth. <laughs> can I hire you when I start my own podcast called the Love Guru Podcast? Yes, you can. Yeah, I, okay. I want you to start a podcast where every episode you just talk strictly about the Love Guru. Nothing else. Nothing else. Stay tuned. It's like one of the what's that? Wasn't there like a like a fucking podcast or something where like they take like five. Or they take a minute from uh, Star Wars and yeah, talk about it. Yeah, and they it. just talk about a minute of Star Wars. Oh, I want for like you to do minutes. a podcast where you talk about a min one minute <laughs> taken out of the Love Guru. Well, Mariska Hargate. Or you God. could do it the the worst idea of all time style and watch that movie once every single day for God. a year. Yeah, and review it every time. Yeah, you watch. Yeah, you watch it once a week for a year, and then you pull out what you got different from it that time of watching it for fifty-two weeks. <laughs> Might not enjoy it after week one. <laughs> Just throwing ideas out there. Just spitballing here, trying to get something moving. God. Uh. Anyway, that's gonna be the show. Come up this Monday. We got the same crew here. Same crew for Star Warranty. That's right. For the first time ever, C. Havens watched 
The Empire Strikes Back, what's considered one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. That's right. Well, let's stack up. Yeah. Tune in to find out. Are we, I do still we don't a, know. Do we have a hot take on this Havens? There's always a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in for Monday. Uh, and then what do we got in a week's time? In a week's time. It's been confirmed in the middle of the show. I brought it up. That's right. We're doing the Tournament of Random Movies winner. Nine. Brewster's Millions. And we're bringing the man that forefronted... <laughs> The entire campaign to get this movie put through. Old oldest man alive. I thought you were literally gonna say like something like he forefronted the gold rush. Like eighteen <laughs> forty. He probably did. He high fived Jesus and said, You got this, bro. <laughs> oldest man alive, Eric, in studio. In studio for the winner of Review View Turn Random Movies Nine. Brewster's Millions. It's going to be a barn burner. What the fuck is Richard Pryor going to do with all that goddamn money? We will see. Cole, are you going to be here for it? Hey, guys, can I be here? I don't care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to be here, too. Make sure you watch it. Oh, I will! I will! <laughs> I will. Yeah, I think only, only, only if I can convince... The oldest man alive to stick around for episode six of Star Wars as well. Oh, I'm sure he'll be into it. There you go. There you go. Eric, caveat, have to watch Return King of the Kong Jedi. King Kong Eric, you got to watch Return of the Jedi and jump in. What's he going to think of those Ewoks? I don't know. What's he going to think of Jabba? All these questions will be answered. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, that's going to be the show for this week, though. There you go. Putting a pin in it. Short Put circuit two, it. done. Done, baby. Cross it off the list of things we've we've always had on the shelf. Short circuit two. <laughs> number Johnny five. Johnny number five. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna be the show. So for uh, JT, hey, I'm as, here. As always, I've been toward the max extreme. Hot take, oh. Havens. Hey. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, then we're done. We're off. <laughs>